Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Thanks to Audible for supporting the instance. Amazon Prime members for a limited time can start an Audible membership for just $4.95 a month for the first three months at audible.com slash wow or text wow to 500-500. Hey guys, before we get going here, um, for the next... Eh, 15 to 20 minutes or so of the show, we have a discussion that we think is very important, uh, not only for the show, but for some recent events. If you're not into it, you can definitely skip it. And there's a big old fat regular instance right after that, which you uh, should all enjoy because that's what you came here for. But uh, this serious discussion happens. Uh, like I said, it's about 15, close to 20 minutes. And uh, you're encouraged to listen to it. But if you don't want to, hey, uh, you know, shouldn't have to. You can skip ahead if you want. Anyway, see you on the other side. Hello, everybody. Scott here with Garrett and Patrick. Uh, We're starting the show a little bit different this morning. Um, It's morning for some of us, evening for others. Uh, For a very specific reason, as many of you may have heard, uh, and some of you maybe not have heard, this will be the first you're hearing of it for all we know. Uh, There were some pretty gnarly allegations uh, that were made against Mark Turpin, a.k.a. Terpster, who was a part of this show or has been for a very long time, since 2010, and certainly as a guest before that. Um, and then he, he admitted to those things, uh, and stepped down from his position at the job he's working at in the UK. And one of the results is that he is no longer on this show, but we felt very strongly that it was important that we talk about it a little bit. Um, not a lot, but enough to sort of express where we're at. It's been a rough about eight days since we got the news, uh, that it was all sort of official and it's been kind of an emotional roller coaster. Uh, for all of us and many of you as listeners I know as well. So um, I guess just quickly, we should probably uh, get into it. Patrick, do you want to, do you want to start us off or have yeah, anything to say? Sure. You say? Um, and just to, to specify um, it's sexual uh, harassment uh, allegations, which are no more, you know, not allegations anymore because he's admitted to it. Right. Uh, and it was, uh, my understanding is uh, through text and there was some, requests for images and images sent back and roughly that's well leave it to you can search if you want more um but some people have been hearing us or reading us talking about it through uh the the, statement you put up on the website and twitter and there's been a lot of back and forth we handled some things kind of poorly because our closeness to terpster made it difficult for us to express things the way we should uh and maybe you can put up the link to the Twitter thread. Uh, I summarized all of this in uh, in the show notes. But the, the reason we're talking about it again is that we felt quite strongly that we shouldn't just corner it off in on Twitter or any, anywhere else and um, talk about it on the show, which is the main vector people uh, get the information about the show, obviously, uh, through. And we needed to say that uh, what Terpser did is not okay and there's no world in which it is okay and uh we needed to tell it to people through this medium uh, you know there's some uh, um attention being brought to the fact that sometimes famous youtubers or twitch people just 
do something dumb and then uh, post an apology on Twitter and no one ever sees it. I think it's important to acknowledge it and um, to spell out the fact that uh, what he did is beyond not okay. And just maybe very quickly to express it to some people who, I mean, who might think, well, you know, it's just texts and it's not so bad. First of all, it's never okay uh, to do that unless it's your girlfriend or boyfriend and you've discussed it with them first. And second of all, the, the real problem there is that he was in a position of such power and influence as the CEO of one of the highest, uh, um, biggest YouTube channels uh, in the UK and possibly in the, in the world for some time. Imagine a, a woman getting a uh, solicitation like this from him thinking I, there might be a way this will advance my career and he's such a it, it he had such power and it's the typical thing of someone in a powerful position abusing it in that way which is terrible and there's no um excuse or or you know diminishing that fact and of course as the people who will go and see in the statement have will see it was difficult for us to express it, but I think this is the important part. You, you said it, Scott, in the statement, mm -hmm. but uh, there's also some other things because reasons. Right. Um, and yeah, so it's been it's been difficult, but I I think we all felt we needed to address it and say it and not shy away. From I it. I agree 100. Uh, percent Everything you just yeah. said, I I agree with and. Um... It is only made harder and all the more difficult because we're talking about somebody we've, we've known very well and thought we've known very well in those regards for a very long time. And when this comes out, it's devastating when it's someone who you're close with. Um, I can't imagine how much more devastating it must be for those who were victims in the wake of this. And they deserve your attention. They deserve your understanding. Uh, while Terpster has acknowledged what he's done and there is some honor in that, it doesn't excuse what he did. Um, and it doesn't change, yeah. you know, it doesn't change the need for us to, first of all, acknowledge that, not entirely uh, dismiss the fact that, you know, this is off the backs of a almost 13-year uh, friendship that we've had with him and not to diminish the fact that he's off the show. He's he's That's it. Yeah, I think there are there are things, you know, the internet always goes, you know, 100% one way or the other. Some people are saying, oh, he did nothing wrong, which obviously is, you know, is a silly claim. Some people say he should be hanged and like there's, but th this, what he did was bad and there are consequences. I hope the consequences are appropriate. He's off his job. I think he's going to have a very hard time uh, finding work in the near future. I would like to think there's a path to redemption somewhere down the line after 15 million different steps. Uh, but I don't know. For now, he's off this show. He's off. I'm certainly not going to be asking him on my shows anytime soon. He doesn't have a job. I'm guessing things aren't, you know, very, uh, his family isn't very happy. Um, it's, and, and I hope what I hope is that all of this is handled in an appropriate manner. And again, if we're being, if we're not expressing this in the best possible way, um, I, I would like people to remember that the reason we're talking about it again after a lot of 
yelling on Twitter. Uh, uh, and we could have said, you know, we, we said what we needed to say. That's it. But we wanted to talk about here again. And it's not fun for anyone um, because it's important to say that, you know, it's not okay what he did. Yeah. Um, and and that, there again, and there are consequences as there should be. So, yeah. yeah. And, there, and there's a lot of collateral damage with stuff like this be it relationships or both working and personal, in my case, both. Um, Garrett, in your case, uh, even though you've sort of joined the show more lately, you know, and more recently, um, you know, this has, this just has the ability to impact us all. There's like nobody who, if, if you're, if you're in this uh, community, if you've been a part of it for very long, like there's no way you didn't get s swiped in some way by this. And I wanted to make sure you had a chance to say anything you wanted to. Um, before we move on today. Uh, I mean, I don't really have anything uh, unique to add in, in, in addition to what you and Patrick have said here. Um, uh, like it, it, it was, it was kind of wild. I, I was, I was out of the loop when all this went down mm -hmm. uh, last week. I was traveling with my wife and uh, it was just hard for me to process and still is. Um, like you mentioned, I, I haven't been on the instance nearly as long, and my relationship with Terpster was not nearly uh, as, as long as, as it has been for both of you or as deep as it has been for both of you. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, this is just something I, uh, frankly, don't know how to deal with um, because I thankfully, up until this point, have had no experience uh, with an event like this. Mm -hmm. um, and so, I'm kind yeah, of with you. I just... Like there's a, there's a certain naivete to in my experience with this as well, because like you hear about it, you know, this stuff, it happens and it happens to people, but it's never, it's that old, it's that ancient thing. It never happens to you or you never truly understand until it happens to you or someone near you. And that's what this exactly. feels like. Exactly. And you know, we're here talking about it now. So I, I will, I will say that, you know, Scott, you and I were exchanging texts while I was traveling and I read your statement that you posted and there was a lot of, uh, I don't know, for lack of a better word, blowback on your original statement. You have since amended that statement, um, I think rightfully. Uh, and, it, and it's not that I vehemently disagreed with your original statement. I, I, I was on the same page. Uh, it's that I think for some people there was too much time spent in that statement on the subject of redemption uh for the for the for well the, it was the issues and again i don't think any of that is wrong but i think when you're in as you said patrick a place of power uh, a public figure in the way uh that that t is um that it, it unintentionally from folks like us all kind of agreeing on that point that we we hope he gets help and that that's exactly right and I, and I should say by the way I 100% agree with you I think that I was just and I said so much in the statement in my in my follow up my addendum I basically said I'm too close to this and I am and I was and I certainly still am in some ways um because on my end it looks like somebody I was very close to has made a horrendous mistake and I don't yet know in fact, especially then, I didn't really know who the victims were. There wasn't a lot of talk about that, and so my focus was and wrong. And that's the that's the issue, right? That that was sorry to interrupt, Scott, but the 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 issue with that statement, which I guess we can talk about since we're bringing it up, is that we were focusing on Terpster because he's the person we know, and 
kind of it took away from uh the the real issue which is the victims being victimized yeah right? it absolutely and, did yeah and and i think that for us being inexperienced with these things i i'm sure when you hear statements from politicians or actors or whatever public figures they go through 15 million uh pr people who say oh or not just pr people someone who actually knows what they're talking about and what matters in these dire situations mm -hmm. and if we had done that maybe someone would have said dude like don't talk about how this is affecting you it's about and and here we're sitting talking about how it's affecting us i guess it's uh, uh, unavoidable but the real issue uh, uh, obviously is that again what turfster did affected some people very seriously and i our main concern i think is we should make sure that whatever we do it doesn't encourage it doesn't make it seem like we're in any way excusing or condoning not condoning i think is no one will think we're condoning it oh, but not. excusing it because we're friends with him and hopefully it's been made very clear that we're not and that the 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 main concern i talked about in the in the uh follow-up twitter thread is if this makes any victim feel like they're they will have a harder time uh speaking up then we really messed up yeah um i i, I that is the worst thing that we could that's we could the do. part I that's the part that. that really got to me last week with the statement is some had pointed out that if they were if a victim was reading what i said which was you know clearly extremely disappointed in terpster but not very focused on those he affected. Um, how would they read it? How would it read to them? And that's when it dawned on me. I went, "Oh, this would not read great at all." Like this would read, uh, you know, maybe it, maybe this is what happens to everybody because you can only talk about what you know or who you know or whatever. But but I was just too emotional and too close to it. And I and I and I don't regret writing it. Um, I think that real time process of understanding and and course correction and then coming together now and discussing this is a healthy thing. Um, but I don't, I, I, I absolutely see their point and that's why I changed it. And I, and I feel very strongly that, that that needs to be said here again. You've said it. I agree with it. Um, nothing I, I've said this since nothing can excuse what he did, but him. And when I say that, I mean, he has to, there's a, there's a giant mountain in front of him that he's going to have to climb. And that mountain includes all kinds of things if he wants to find some kind of redemption for this. And that's on him. The can't not on us. It's not on anybody else. It's on him. And those he affected, those who were victims in this particular case, uh, they're incredibly brave for coming forward. They, I, I, I've tried harder in the last eight days than I ever have to try to put myself in the position of that point of view. And it's been... I think it's been good for me uh, to do that. So, so yes, 99% of you hear us from the show. There's an ancillary group of you who hear us on live streams, or you might catch the YouTube thing, or you might whatever. But Well, just read the tweets. and Yeah, or if you follow us on Twitter. But in this particular case, to the audience who, you know, checks us out every week, who supports us, who has been here all these years, and even those of you who've just shown up for the first time and are hearing this for your first episode... I still think it's important that we're straight with you, that we talk to you plainly and we sort of express where our heads are at with this, uh, this giant mess. So my goal is 
to continue producing the best World of Warcraft and Blizzard show we can, to continue to rely on each other as uh, co-hosts and as friends, and not put this behind us in the sense that ignore it ever happened, but move past it, get productive, and in future, I don't know, I feel like I, I came out of this a little smarter, a little... A little less naive, a little less, um, I mean, that may sound like a negative. I think it's been a healthy journey. It's been a rough eight days, but I'm, I'm not sure I would change it because it really did make me more introspective. It made me think about people's perspective that I well, don't know, you know, those sorts of things. Sorry, Patrick, go ahead. No, yeah, I mean, that's exactly, even I consider myself a, a, a pretty strong uh, feminist. <laughs> and even I didn't see some of the issues initially when, you know, we first started talking. And I think what we did was healthy. We went and talked to a number of, of women and asked for advice and started listening. And um, it, it's it's very important in those cases to not be, adamant about what you know especially when you're not part of the group that is affected and to listen and hopefully that's what we did and and we uh focused uh on the right things here i hope um, yeah i think so and i'm yeah. sure we'll get feedback um if you're mad that you think we're being too hard on him then i don't want to i'm done talking to those people um <laughs> i really am Yeah. if anything we were really not being hard enough i think the, yeah. the, 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 the only other thing i want to say is to the folks that have that take uh which is it is not in it, it is not our job to forgive him and it is not your job nameless person on twitter to forgive him that it the only that that's on the victims yeah yeah the victims get to choose that they get to you know there's there's ancillary victims there's going to be people like his family they're going to have to i don't know how that even is like we can't even speak to it all, all i can imagine right. is that's that it's also not me saying <laughs> they should right exactly we're not saying any of that we're just saying hey he did a really shitty thing and he's copped to it everything's moving forward as it's supposed to and i don't mean because he copped to it i'm saying that's good that he did no, but mean, victims can now start the, to find some healing we can start to figure out you know what the freaking hell happened and we can move on and we can try to figure this stuff out in our own heads. And it's it's just important you guys know where we stand on it. And again, I don't want to hear, I'm not going to listen to any more people who don't side with people who are victimized by this sort of thing. I just don't want to hear it. It's, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. I There's people who were, you know, you get into a place where there are people who are saying things that aren't real. Mm. Uh about him, about what he did in both, you know, in it, that make it worse or that make it not as bad. And that's so you have sides and people who start saying, as you said, uh, Scott, the people who defend him, which that's why in the beginning we were saying there's no excuse. It doesn't. But if you think, on the other hand, uh, you want to think we're biased, go ahead. But if you think we're still not handling this properly we're that very open to doing what we've been doing since the, the oh, beginning yeah, no, or, or not the beginning you know communication is different was, than you yelling at me on twitter like if you want to if exactly. you just want to discuss this sort of stuff and want to find some some understanding between people or whatever that I'm always down for that always yeah always and forever as, as if you're you know 
conversations about this are are always important and yeah. uh anyway all right this has probably gone on for for too long um just the last word on this is we uh are thinking about you know the fact that what he did was wrong and the brave uh the bravery of the of the victims who came forward because if they hadn't he would probably still be doing it so it's very important that people do speak up and feel like when they do uh people like us will make sure that they are uh, uh respected for it and that uh the people who are victimizing them are not protected so that's a good final word i like it now this <laughs> The World of Warcraft podcast, so you don't have to. This is the instance. Well, well, well. Hello, everybody. It is time for us to talk about all things World of Warcraft and Blizzard. You know, it actually turned out to be kind of a wacky week for Blizzard news. And because of all the vacation stuff we had going last week, Patrick's been on a bit of a vacation. Uh, Garrett just had a rad trip with his wife they do every year, which sounds like a blast. I was headed out Friday for a birthday weekend. Uh, so I was gone all weekend, and we just couldn't do a show. And I thought just to myself... Just to correct you. Yeah, go ahead. Scott, sorry, I want to correct you. I'm not even back from vacation. My vacations are very long. I came back specifically for this show because I thought it was so important mm-hmm. that I'm here when we talk about Frank Pierce. Today. Right. We have That's, to talk about Frank Pierce. <laughs> I mean, look, here's the deal. You French people take nine month vacations and I admire it yeah, and I'm jealous exactly. of it. But um, just long enough to make a baby. Yeah, um, I hope that's what we do. <laughs> I hope you continue to enjoy whatever's left of it. But um, yeah, let's get to the, the first thing today. Frank Pierce stepping down. Uh, These are his words. The time has come for me to step away from Blizzard and pass the torch to the next generation of leaders. My journey as part of Blizzard's community began over 28 years ago. Alan Alan Adhams, who he's referring to, offered me an opportunity to join him and Mike in their adventure and dream to make video games. Video games were a passion that we all shared, and I had only a fleeting hope that I would have the opportunity to make games one day. The decision was an easy one for me. I did not have the benefit of interest, sorry, internet searches to help me start down the path Alan's offer letter was the best and only chance I thought I might have. Looking back, I know how incredibly fortunate I was to have been a big part of what Blizzard has become. Uh, and that's just a piece of his long uh, message. Uh, he's gone. He's leaving. Frank Pierce, I have a crazy story Do you get, or a theory. You guys want to hear my theory? Oh, always. All right. Okay. <laughs> Imagine this. <laughs> Frank Pierce... Uh, is leaving because... He's going to make a new company with uh, Mike Mohan. Oh, just jump in front of my car and throw the fish into the wind. Sorry, I didn't... But I honestly... I honestly think... Jumping in front of your car would get you run over. So I don't, I'm not sure that's a that's an apt analogy. It's not. I don't make apt analogies. Uh, just uh, carjack my metaphor. There, yeah. My theory. There you go. There you go. There um, so those two... Getting together to start afresh doesn't seem so crazy to me for some reason. Uh, because mainly because here's my reasoning for thinking this is possible. And I'm not saying it's probable. 
just saying it's possible. I guess anything's possible. But uh, when Mike left or when Mike got his uh, NDA lifted, um, uh, uh, when was that, April or whatever, and he was able to start talking, unlike what I thought he was going to say, which was, I'm going to retire, I'm done, thanks everybody, so long and thanks for all the fish. Instead, he said, I don't know what I'm doing next. I might have this idea or that idea. He starts talking about like he's got ideas. He's going to do things. And then to have Frank, the only, you know, the one third of the co-foundership leaving on the heels of that just makes me wonder. It's also kind of nuts that the one guy who founded the company all those years ago and then left for a really long time is now the only one there from the original trilogy, which is very <laughs> it odd. It is a bit weird. Yeah. So I'm not saying weird. it's 100% sure, but let's just pass the idea around. Is it too crazy to think that Frank Pierce and Mike Morheim couldn't blizzard 2.0 this and I don't know, start in a different way with a different focus, with a different, you know, with a different video game future. I'm more interested in what they called the company because it has to just be the opposite of a blizzard. So I don't know if you just call it rain, storm, (laughs) humidity, or summer, Summer. Uh, but that those are their only options. Dirt devil games there you go dirt devil games is the opposite of a blizzard uh i I mean i don't think it's that crazy so patrick talk me down from my my tree my crazy you have a crazy point it it is somewhat possible um the, the the thing that makes me think it might happen is the the statements the the interviews that uh morheim did a a week ago two weeks ago um, he did a series of interviews, maybe two or three, with a couple of uh, yeah publications. He had nothing to say, nothing to say about anything. But it wasn't just one publication, so it wasn't like, oh, hey, let's talk to that Morham guy who's wonder. We wonder what he's doing now. It was actually a coordinated PR something, and I guess it could be that. Uh, Blizzard made him asked him to say good things about them or keep them in his mind and prayer, I guess. But it sounded more like he wanted to stay in the in the public eye um, because he might have something to announce later. And I don't know, in which case it makes it pretty clear that um, the reason he left was not because he thought, oh, I'm done working in this industry i've worked for too long now i want to do fun stuff it would be because obviously he was not happy with the way things were going that being said um he's i'm guessing they're going to have two years worth of uh non-competes so that would make it for frank pierce you know two years from now where he could start something but uh so it's we're not going to see anything anytime soon at least from frank pierce and even from Moheim, it's what well, do you think like, that so because i remember when rob pardo left to start up the whatever that thing's called bonfire when, bonfire, he, yeah. when he left he had a two-year non-compete uh so yeah. you're right that that seems about standard but it seems like Moheim may not be under the same rules because it was it was a non-compete it was also a non like you couldn't talk about stuff like this and and that all got NDA, lifted yeah and then oh but the nda is forever or you know for a very very long time the the NDA is not just going to end after two years. I think. Right. Um, the non compete is a different thing. I think. That- and I can't imagine that they would let um, Morheim leave without a non compete. Maybe I don't know. I feel like the founders get weird treatment or special treatment, not weird. Mm. You don't think? I mean, he was the CEO. 
Like, yeah, uh, if anyone was going fi- to get away out of that, but, I think it would have been Morheim. Yeah. No. Well, yeah, but no, he still has Kotick on, you know, on top of him. Um, this is not something that he can get, get out of. He has a board. He's not like the dictator of Blizzard. Yeah. I, I, I would be incredibly surprised if he manages to, you know, get out of the company without a non-compete. Yeah. Oh, we, we don't know is what we don't know but pure speculation pure speculation at this point like for all i know like he's always been the quiet guy anyway right frank pierce is the dude that's in the background not really saying much he does not really out in front when he is it's rare um most of the uh folks that work at blizzard i think of as actual human beings uh i don't think of frank pierce as a human being he is as much of a human being (laughs) as like walt disney is a human being to me i've never met the man it just just seems like this like weird rock star legend yeah you don't. It's, I met Mike Morheim in line for Baja Fresh, right? At freaking BlizzCon, I can't imagine Frank Pierce getting his own coffee, right? Nobody. Frank Pierce is always that it's guy that you you never see in the elevator stories. It's always Morheim. It's always somebody else. Frank Pierce never in that elevator with anybody. Yeah. Uh, so it's I, funny because they address it in uh, J. Allen Brack's uh, statement. They address this and they say, you know, oh, he's a bit rough when you first get to know him, but then he's just the best person ever. And I can totally believe that he's, you know, a very good guy. But yes, definitely Frank Pierce, the very few interactions I've had with him. Oh, my God, this is not someone you actually want to hang out with. Yeah, he doesn't really have <laughs> that. Very he's not a very pre- press the flesh sort of uh, out in front in the spotlight kind of guy. And that's OK. Yeah. In fact, I think if any industry needs brains like that, uh, where they're much more analytical and behind the scenes and the systems and, you know, all that games need those people. And Frank Pierce was probably perfect for what Blizzard needed, uh, in that regard. But to have him come out on stage once in a while, like he, I think he was the one that came out and announced the necromancer for Diablo three, a few years ago, a couple years ago. And, um, that was a shock. I was like, Whoa, Frank Pierce, what are you doing on stage? This is unusual, but uh, I thought you were going to say, oh, not Diablo 4. That's a shock. Well, that too. <laughs> a little bit of that. But uh, yeah, he he's um, he'll be missed in a different kind of way. You know, it's not the same as Morheim I mean, I'm sure or- some people will miss him at the company. He wasn't really public in any way. I don't know that players, most players won't even know who he is. Yeah, I a lot say, of players won't. Know. Yeah, I think you're right. And he and, and by not by design, but he didn't really, you know, he, again, he wasn't pushing pushing the name out there. He wasn't the Chris Metzen or the Morheim of the company where there were, he was always on display. Um, but I could see somebody with his experience and he, he says in his statement, he's like, I've spent my entire adult life, my entire working life at Blizzard. That's it. There've been no other jobs. There've been no other uh, things that have happened. I have to think that kind of like singular position. It's the same with Morheim. It's true. Right? It's that's, true. That's well, pretty close. Yeah. I think with Morheim, yeah. but regardless, like, what two i mean i can't think of two industry veterans i would rather see team back up and do something than those two. Oh, that would be and and the drama imagine oh my god i don't dude. want the drama but no. it would send such a clear message that the the way things were moving at blizzard we were not happy with so we decided f it we're gonna do it somewhere else yeah it's you know and it might even be that they want to start a small company again and they don't have, you know, they figure Blizzard has become a big corporation. We just want to to have a, a small company where we feel at home. It's what World of Warcraft did to that company is impossible to explain. Mm-hmm. It like 
I don't know how how much it grew by you know how many times it got bigger, but it's like three to five to ten times bigger. Um, and yeah, so it, it's a very different company from what they had in the beginning. Um, and it might be that they just want to, you know, um, have fun doing other things that are not work because they're incredibly rich and they want to enjoy life. That's I think they're just going to go to the local comic store and play in Friday Night Magic every Friday together. Oh, my gosh. Great Very idea. Possible. I want to do that. that, that Can I do that's that? That's it. <laughs> Can we all do that? Let's just all do that. That sounds the good. The only requirement is that you wear jorts uh, mm. because that's what Mike Morheim was wearing in that photo of him playing Magic on the floor. Yeah. What's jorts? Jorts are like... Uh, jean shorts. Yeah, uh, jean Patrick, shorts. also oh. known as uh, crime Ouch. against fashion. <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, look, I, it was I the, am hurt by the description of it alone. It was early yeah. '90s, man. They didn't know. They weren't. Yeah, they were they not were, to be confused with cutoffs. No, this is like a, a professionally hemmed jean short. Yeah. So, oh. Yeah. Oh, so, you mean they they're like that on purpose? Yes. Like you buy them. Yeah. Why? For, oh yeah, they exist. <laughs> you could walk into it, uh, probably an H and M here in the states, and you'd you'd find a pair. They exist. But, yeah. Oh, but yeah. why? Because we are terrible. Because 80s, I think, is probably 80s, 90s, yeah. Because the kids love John Cena. (laughs) King of the Jort. John Cena. Um, anyway, that's that's happening. We'll 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 follow it, see what happens. But uh uh what's his name? Um my my brain just went dead. He did a follow-up post. Jay Allen Brack, sorry. Uh he put up a follow-up post thanking uh Frank and sort of lavishing him with all these compliments and talking about how, you know future's never been brighter for blizzard and and all of that but if if people thought a couple years ago you would see an actual changing of the guard you're literally seeing that like that's if frank had stayed forever and i'm not even sure alan adham's there for the long haul um (laughs) what if he leaves and joins uh joins morheim and pierce you know it'd be great they should move they should make a studio in like canada anaheim yeah or no canada and call it blizzard north just do it again. Oh, <laughs> just be Blizzard North this again. Is, I mean, it's it's not a one, it's it's not a one to one because the city had already been formed once the second wave of yeah. people started leaving. But this does feel a little like the Team Five thing, only with all of the <laughs> the founders of Blizzard as opposed to just the public figures of Team Five. Right. And just to be clear, just to be clear, um, it is. We don't. We have no idea about any of this. It's it's very possible they're just leaving, as we said, to enjoy life. So we don't know. For all we know, they're not going to do, you know, anything. If I mean, if I were them, I'd be tired. But maybe they just need it. I know what I hope. What I hope is, first and foremost, that those two can bask in the glory that was this company they made out of nothing. I think that's amazing, and that they can leave that feeling good about themselves. But secondarily, and more, uh, maybe I don't know maybe I'm being selfish here. I would like them to establish a new video game company and then blow all our minds with, with new great content. That would be great. And do it before we're all dead, please. That'd be great too. <laughs> like, I feel like telling, uh, I feel like telling hey, those guys man, a bonfire. I now. think they have a higher chance of releasing a game before bonfire. So At this stage. Yeah. That. Bonfire. All I hear from bonfires. We're hiring. If you are, you an artist or are you a designer guy? We're hiring again. Every six months they're, Hiring, but then well, nothing. they got like money from Tencent, didn't they? Yes, 
everyone did. I mean, everyone gets money from Tencent <laughs> these days. But uh, oh, by the way, the uh, so, this episode of the instance brought to you by Tencent. Apparently, we are also now getting. <laughs> Everyone's oh, getting really. When's my check get here? Subsidized by ten. Well, yeah, it's ten only ten cents, so it's in it's cash. They give you a, a dime. <laughs> oh, just gotcha. a dime. They just mail a dime. Well, that's what they don't tell you. They give you all, they they'll invest, but you only get paid in pennies. It's really bad. Up to ten pennies. <laughs> anyway, oh, and I noticed this. I don't know if you guys have noticed this. I'm not saying there's any kind of xenophobia going on with my brain or anything, but there are an awful lot of new movies coming out. And when you see the trailer, it, it quickly flashes all the production companies. And Tencent Pictures is sure showing up a lot in mainstream big Hollywood monster AAA movies. Just I'm just starting to notice it. I'm not saying the Chinese are taking us over. I'm just saying a lot of Tencent um, out there. Well, they, they have a lot of money and they have a lot of people who can watch movies. So they're producing things and making sure it it's what they're... Uh, countrymen want to see. I think. I well, I uh, hope they're proud of themselves because they made the Meg, and that was a terrible movie about a giant shark. Hey, hey, listen, the Chinese film market is our only chance for another <laughs> Warcraft movie. Okay, so you be kind. <laughs> oh, I didn't think of you that. That's kind. that's a really good point. That's a good point. All right. Even that movie, even though that movie was kind of bad, I would still like to see more movies. Okay. Well, when that thing comes out that in full Chinese with no English subtitles, we'll have a conversation about it then. Oh, someone will translate it eventually, and I'll be happy. Uther played by Jet Li, and uh, ah, that that would be interesting. It would be, dude. I would, I would watch the hell out of whatever it is you're concocting. From I'm assuming your extremely limited memory of Chinese actors. That's true. Actually, I love <laughs> I love Hong Kong films, Hong Kong action movies, and otherwise, I love them. Uh, current like Chinese dramas, like the Korean dramas that are also on like Netflix and stuff. I can't wrap my head around why people love those, but to each their own. And if it's Hong Kong style, I'll go for it. Or you make like a Shaw Brothers style Kung Fu movie out of the Warcraft franchise. I'm in. I'm all in. What are you talking about? Have you ever seen a Shaw Brothers movie? Like um, the really bad, <laughs> really bad 60s, 70s and 80s uh, martial arts action films with all the the dubs and stuff. It's those movies that like totally inspired. Oh, I can't imagine what that is, but. Oh, they're so great. Why would you make a Kung Fu movie out of Warcraft? It'd be great. It'd be great. Just turn. I'm just saying, go all in. Ten cent money. You got all the money you need. Make it just a big martial arts fantasy film that just happens to have a bunch of Warcraft names in it. I'd go see that. And so would you. You'd go in a heartbeat, Patrick. Like tomorrow. I'd watch anything that has Warcraft on it, but I'd still be weirded out by whatever that would (laughs) be. What if it was just all in Pandaria and it was just pandas? Then what? Sure, yeah, that okay. could work. All right, I'm in. I feel like I'm dangerously close to offending somebody, but I don't know who. I don't want to be I think you've already <laughs> offended people. I don't know who I'm offending. That's... No bones, though. No bones. All right, uh, this is the big news of the week. In fact, it deserves this because uh, it's also kind of scary. The expansion got leaked, we think, anyway. Well, there's. there's it's m- possible. Yes. There's it's, one post on, what is it? 4 chan i think yeah which i'm you know not a big 4chan fan but uh the 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 rumor is that this guy is a blizzard employee works on the wow team and leaked this information under guise of anonymity and if it's true according to the leak the upcoming expansion of world of warcraft will be called age of darkness and, uh, of course, until Blizzard confirmed anything, you know, this is all grain of salt, but I think we're talking about the leak originated from 4chan and later appeared on MMO Champion. 
Uh, as mentioned in the leak, one of the new features coming to World of Warcraft includes new class called the Tinker. Uh, this was rumored in other places before all this, and that is part of this post. Uh, this new Tinker class starts at level one and comes with two new specializations, including Explosive, which is their ranged DPS, and Combat Medic, which is Healer, but there's also a tank spec, according to this. Uh, interestingly, it says the new Tinker class is expected to be purchasable with the final patch of Battle for Azeroth before the release of World of Warcraft. Uh, my so guess is, it, is... would it be a thing where you buy, just like the uh, the Demon Hunter? Yes, that's how they'll do it. Right. You'll get it early if you pre-order the expansion. That's my thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I wouldn't expect it to be like a, like a Diablo... Pay uh, 10 bucks to get a new character. Yeah, yeah that, would be, that would be dirty and make a lot of people mad. Yep, I agree. And they would never make people mad. No, they no. don't. Well, I mean, they're they're going to make people mad anyway, whether or not they deserve it. But if they just for like new classes, $10 and you don't get it with the next expansion, I, I would say that that would be uh, you were allowed to get mad about. Yes, this. yes, yes, that's true. Now, here's the part I, would, I don't I would know. I'll be if... behind your anger is what I'm saying, as opposed to store mounts, which I don't like, but I don't also care about right. very much. It's a it's great to have something you don't like, but don't care about. I love things like that in my life. You know what I mean? Like I have so many of those. Uh, I, it, you know, Nickelback has ended up there. Yeah, uh, yeah. There was a time where I had to, you know, I was very passionate about my my hatred of, of Nickelback, and now I just I don't care anymore. Don't care. <laughs> That's called maturity. But, oh, hey, we have a perfect measurement for maturity. Finally, scientists pay attention. Behavioral do you scientists care about <laughs> Nickelback. How much? How much Nickelback? <laughs> how much do you care about your hatred of Nickelback? Yeah, no, it's the first one on the card now. Uh, a, I think there's a, a very recent Pat Oswald bit about that. Oh, there, I, I, I should like to listen to that. I like him. Uh, Tinker will be playable by, and it says, I, this is the part I don't know if I believe. Gnomes, Mechanomes, Draenei, Goblins, gob, uh, Gil Goblins, sorry, and Forsaken. So the only thing outside of the shorty races are the undead, and that doesn't sound right to me. I feel like that would... That's but, and Draenei. Oh, and Draenei, but there's... Yeah. But why... Okay, that's fine. Well, I why? really, uh, I, I would take issue with this because I feel like uh, Blood Elves uh, with their kind of steampunky nature should be able to have tinkers. But you like Blood Elves. I love Blood Elves. <laughs> yeah, I mean, unreasonably yeah. like them. You like them in I a way. I think this is the one, this is the one that makes it sound the least convincing because my feeling, and this is based on both just feelings and uh, what I kind of remember from what was happening when I was there mm-hmm. is that if you don't give people, those are very peculiar uh, races, except maybe for Drenai. And some people love them, but I think there's a lot of people who are not going to find a race they love in this list. And you don't want to create a new class and force people into something. There aren't enough options. Right. Um, so this is the thing that makes me think, uh, you know, every everything else is like, well, some of it is we've heard before which either means someone saw what was uh you know leaked or uh uh, invented before and inspired got inspired by that or they actually work there and that's why we heard about this uh because it's true this one makes me think well um, you see the picture do you see the snapshot somebody got with their phone that looked like a really convincing warcraft uh logo with the, with that oh, name on it. it yeah with age of darkness and also they had yeah but that's easy to do and, i mean kind of but it looked really legit 
like not super fake. It's possible. It's it's entirely possible that that's the case. I think there are some elements you didn't talk about which are super interesting. Um well, let's get to the, them. The, the, let's get to them. So some yeah. of the some of the stuff we think we already knew, they were planning uh I'm sorry, that we're already rumored like you said and so maybe this is cobbled together, but pla- uh, planning to lower the level cap with the World of Warcraft Age of Ex- uh, Age of Darkness expansion. So all characters would be brought down to 50 there'd be a level squish to 50 the new upper limit for the next expansion would be 60 so we would all be leveling 50 to 60 um, this way players are able to uh, earn new abilities uh, for characters with the essence uh, system between levels 50 and 60 and also i would think that that makes more sense for you to start a tinker at level one in a new place possibly not have to go to old world at all i don't know how they're going to do that but anyway that's that was part of it Here's the story bits, okay? Put this in your cheek and gum like a like a I don't know what I'm trying to say. Here you go. Like chewing tobacco? That's disgusting. I know it really is and it's cancerous <laughs> and you really shouldn't do it. Uh Nazoth unleashes darkness over Azeroth as foreshadowed in the Nighthold raid encounter with Star Arger at Atreus. Atreus. Starting point in the att- sorry, is the attack on Thunderbluff raid where he interrupts the horde and alliance forces in the final battle. Uh, Kalimdor is the first goal as the, what, as must be he, strives to revive one of our oldest foes, Cthune in Silithus. To do this, he's seeking to destroy the bronze dragonflight and turn Nosdormu into Morozond. So he alters the timeline where Cthune doesn't get defeated and the Battle of Ankaraj is lost by Horde and Alliance in, con- as, or in consequence of that. That's the story. I'm going to say that this is my least believable part because I can't believe Blizzard would want to try to put a mainstream face on old god business. I think it's hard because the minute you start getting into that kind of Cthulhu zone of Warcraft, you start to put off potentially your sort of mainstream attraction. Not put off, but they I don't think people are drawn to that the way they are with things they recognize like, you know, knights in in fierce battle with an orc and a you know all the all the all the sort of tropes of fantasy they get a little bit weird when you get into you know tentacle land and giant gods who whisper to each other and the planets of the planets of god so discuss am i wrong i i you are so wrong you've never been more wrong in your life scott wow that's saying <laughs> something cuz i have been wrong before <laughs> that's um, amazing we're i i think we're all pretty burnt out with uh, generic uh, warcraft which is essentially uh, the overarching story of BFA, which is Horde versus Alliance. Do you not care about that anymore? Sorry. Hope you enjoy two years of nothing but that. I mean, I agree, uh, but don't you think this stuff it, is a little spacey for your average? For uh, yeah, yeah. My God, the 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 you're talking about the MMO where the second expansion literally sent us to space. Yeah, sort <laughs> of. Though so weird. Like when I look back on it, the 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 bravery and probably and arguably insanity. Of, of blizzard entertainment uh, for what, what was at the time the biggest video game in the history of anything uh you know world of warcraft vanilla coming out with their expansion saying let's go to space and there's goat people and like they totally just went for it and i think it worked um and it, it is some of the most memorable uh parts of, of world of warcraft for me so yeah i uh i i, I disagree with you i <laughs> i also i'm going to admit a very very strong bias in loving 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 anything old god related mm. and 
very much wanting an expansion centered around that. You, Patrick, what's your deal? Uh, you, I'm you... with Garrett. Yeah, I'm with Garrett. Okay, sorry, Scott. Yeah. Well, you guys I are, think... of course, because you're the core. You're the guys who you know. You know what you want from Warcraft. But I'm I'm just saying for a game that needs to try to do more retention and gaining new players or returning players. I don't know. You know, retention, yes, gaining new players. I'm sure it does gain new players sometimes, especially with the, um, you know, if the idea that is that they're going to make a level squish, it's going to be easier to somewhat sell. I guess sixty levels instead of fifty, mm -hmm. um, instead of a hundred and twenty. But I don't know. I think that's not their main. Uh, concern. Yeah. They are the 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 people who love WoW already love WoW. It and, also it uh, also does feel it feels like uh, if I'm Ian Hazakostas, this is totally a thing I would make. Do you know what I mean? He, yeah, he yeah. loves and, this and stuff. And like the idea I of uh, I'm very much in the camp of we're going to see some type of the the Black Empire be the next major landmass. Uh, that that's still very fantasy mm -hmm. you know if, if that's our if that's our aesthetic going into the next expansion uh from what little we've seen just from like the ajara warbringers animation like that's still like a kingdom mm -hmm. it's it's not like so abstract that you, you can't wrap your brain around it um it's still cool looking high fantasy structures it's kind of what you what you come to expect but it's very different from the kind of nautical slash uh troll empire the themes we kicked off bfa with yeah no, that's a really good point. well i mean there's there's in the leak there's also the idea that they will um uh, uh the, the zones will be old world zones mm -hmm. and they would uh we would level in mulgore and that kind of thing for the new for the new expansion right which i think they have been bitten pretty badly with what happened in um cataclysm where we had zones that were weirdly separated yeah not uh, everyone loved the rework one unique continent yeah not everyone so loved that, i don't for know sure. if they would do that again yeah that is part of the rumors uh i don't know where the shadowlands are does anyone know where that is is that a place we've been nope. to no okay so the, the one of the leaks is they showed a there was a big wall map and it was a very clandestine looking phone shot of it and it showed the Shadowlands, which is supposedly where the uh, Alliance are going to be leveling and a whole other landmass for a horde, and I forgot the name. That's that's where we go when we die. Right. So that fits well with all your tentacle god bullshit, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't want to... I'm actually excited for this. I want I want to make that clear. Like, if this, if this is real and this is where we're going, I'm actually with, especially with you, Garrett, I love I that motif. I love it. I just I all I was saying any, was I don't know about the rest of the player base. I don't know. I don't. I don't know of any direct connection between the old gods and the Shadowlands. Hmm. Well, maybe I don't know. Maybe we have to die to live. You know how that goes. <laughs> That's like yeah. Life. I don't. I, I'm. I find it unlikely that they're going to alter OG Azeroth again because it wasn't the most successful thing in the world with Cataclysm. And time travel also sounds sketchy to me because the last time we did that, it was Draenor. And that wasn't, you know, the biggest expansion either. Yeah. So I don't know. It's like the all these things seem to be pulling from uh, motifs we've already played with in less popular expansions not not versus bfa but uh, i don't think anyone would make the argument that uh 
Cataclysm or Draenor it, it would be any of our big successful tentpole expansions. Yeah. It's also, um, whatever, time travel ruins everything, by the way. Eh, does it? Does name, it? Name a thing it doesn't ruin. You can't. Do uh, it. Well, let's see. It made uh, Marvel better. Uh, uh, it made uh, uh, a movie called Back to the Future exist. Yeah, but all it, of them have. Here's the problem. Back to the Future, one of my favorite movies of all time. So I'll give you that one. But um, I, had a, I, had a, I had a lower or a higher tolerance for time travel goofs then than I do now. Because now I, they won't leave my head because they are all broken. All of them are broken. Even end games are broken. So when they screw it up in my head, I go, all right. I think a- you have to go back and bleep that. Some people have not seen. Like I was. Oh my god! Get off the show, Patrick. Just go away. Wait a minute. No, I'm like four months. Yes, and some people could not go see it in in the in the movies, and they and talking about it now. I didn't specify what movie it was in. I just blanket statement said there's time travel in Marvel. There's time travel in Marvel. That's all he said. I didn't even say movie. Scott mentioned the name of the movie. Yeah, I said there's time travel in Endgame, but I don't think that's a spoiler. There's just time okay, travel. Fine. Right? You'll get people. There have been people who have worked very hard to not get spoiled in any way until the. Uh, you know VOD what they should do? They should tomorrow. work. They should work really you know hard what? to watch the movie before now. That's what they should work hard on. <laughs> they should stop uh, well, working. Some people have families. Uh, well, that's your I'm just fault. Saying. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I don't I, care. I've seen it like three times. I, so. Same here. The, yeah. Uh, there is no quality of you, Patrick, that annoys me more than this. <laughs> what the All whole right. the 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 spoiler culture thing? Anti spoiler. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you I called couldn't it give quality. less of a shit about the plight of people who want to stay spoiler free. <laughs> oh, of man. all of the crap I get dinged for online, I'm sorry, I don't care. Oh, good. See, no, this is good because now now you will get most of the heat. I can I can escape this. This is come fine. at me, so yeah. I don't can just sit here continuing not to give a flying shit about yeah. your concerns. Garrett Art on twitter and he's got the mute button ready so go oh yeah i'm gonna mute all of you people who who are uh <laughs> hopelessly triggered by something i don't care about uh bruce willis was dead the whole time all right i'm on. gonna let that one go uh <laughs> the <laughs> here's the thing that we do know for sure we're gonna know what this expansion is in a couple of months so all of this either comes to fruition uh, like past leaks have or none of it does like other past fake leaks so uh, i'm kind of it could go either way at this point, but you know. So here's another big, big news spoiler. Yeah. Um, I'm going to BlizzCon. Oh yay! After all, nice. yay! yay! I, I wasn't sure Sweet. I was going to, and uh, I figured, you know, I can't just stay one more year away from Garrett and Scott. Yeah. It's it just won't do. It won't do. Um, and 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 the thing is. Uh, it, it got me when I finally did, I thought I was not gonna, gonna go. And when I finally decided to go, it made me so excited about everything. Um, do you guys want to talk a little bit about what BlizzCon could be? I can tell you what it is. It's easy. It's easy. Here it is. Diablo four, uh, Overwatch two. Wow. Expansion. That might be it, but that will make it the biggest announcement. uh, thing in years. That would be that would. I think if they don't have Diablo Four, they'd better have like Overwatch Two or another new IP because if they don't have something like this, it's going to be horrible. Like it's it's going to be a lot of people are now deciding 
what they think about Blizzard, essentially. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of the people, not the trolls who, you know, always hate everything, but a lot of the genuinely excited people, like who actually like the company or the game they made, the, the games they made, now are thinking, okay, we need something because this is just not doing it for us. Right. Um, and so this year is super important. If there's no uh, uh, no new game, no big game, they will be done with Blizzard, I think. I kind of include myself in that camp. Not done with Blizzard, but like, okay, you know, it's not really a company I, I care specifically about. It's just another company that sometimes puts out good games, not... It's the company whose games I prefer um, among all of the companies in the history. Interesting. Um, I get that. I get that. I, it's, so, um, cause you and I are both PlayStation fans too. Um, yeah. so it's kind of like how I feel about PlayStation exclusives. Like I'm pretty passionate about it, but it's not the kind of thing I'm going to go spin up a podcast for. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but and, so, and, yeah, I, I, man, I actually, really get where you're coming from because i'm in a similar boat because I, I think it's completely like there's there's no way we're not getting like a diablo right yeah it. no i, like, I think it's, like it's just a done deal at this point mm-hmm. but i am totally with you on the like th- this blizzcon is going to to set uh, the future of my blizzard fandom like what level it's going exactly. to be mm-hmm. after this exactly. BlizzCon, i know if, if do i am i going to continue being just a ravenous blizzard fanboy or am i just like a warcraft fan yeah, yeah. At the end of this. Yeah. And and the the thing is as as precarious, well, maybe that's not the right word, but as uh difficult a situation as it is, it's also very easy to solve because if you have Diablo 4 and the Warcraft expansion, I think those two are almost givens uh given. If you have one more game that would make it insane, right? If it would make it the biggest BlizzCon ever, and I think everyone would be hyped after that. And another thing which I think a lot of people are discounting is the release of Diablo in Immortal. If they say, um, okay, we know, you know, you, 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 like if they play on the uh, don't you guys have phones thing <laughs> and go like, don't you guys have phones? Well, you can download the Diablo Immortal right now and play it with your friends at the con. If it's a bonus thing, I think they shift the hate for Immortal immediately. At at worst, people are still like, well, I don't really care. But if it's a bonus thing on top of Diablo 4 and you know, maybe something else. Which is what it should like, have always been. And you been. get Immortal to yeah. play now? It should have always yeah, been that. Like, That's the position yeah. it should have been last time. They could have done that. I agree. Put I that behind a been. flaming four logo and you have no problems. And instead yeah. they... Well, I mean, it, just now, imagine people playing while queuing. I mean, the the, the mm-hmm. coverage is probably a little bit spotty at the con, but playing while queuing or at the hotel in, in with your friends, that would be the best way to launch it. And Tencent has been saying the game is done, and they've been saying this since NetEase. You uh, mean you mean NetEase? No, oh, sorry, NetEase. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they've been saying it since like Christmas. And of course, Blizzard always puts a lot of care in polishing their games. But I, I'm wondering if they're thinking, you know, we have to hold it until first it's polished, and second, um, we can release it at BlizzCon to gain our fans back. I don't know. Yeah. No, I. I... I agree with both of you. I think this is a is a huge year and it's going to set the tone for a long time. 
I uh, yeah. I think in, in in addition to the Diablo Four of like you know a, a stopped clock is right twice a day. Eventually, we're going to hit Diablo Four. I think we're eventually. I, I really think there's a, a strong likelihood that there will be a surprising announcement for Hearthstone outside of just another expansion. Oh, interesting. I don't know what it is, but I think I, I think there's going to be there's going to be like, something. What kind of thing do you do? You have any idea? Like a game mode or, or something? Like okay. uh, I I don't want to say tournament mode because uh, for like anything better to say they have crushed my soul on any hope for tournament mode <laughs> ever happening well, they straight but up said it's not coming right they they, they use the term hiatus and mm, uh, okay uh, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna get into it uh, <laughs> the point is um I, I could see a new a new game mode i don't know if it's a new limited way to play hearthstone which i think the game direly needs um but uh, just something something outside of the ladder or maybe a ladder overhaul because they've talked for years now about drastic changes to the ladder. Yeah, and this would be a time to maybe come through on that. And it's kind of the same thing for Overwatch. We've heard about that, you know, rumor for uh, an Overwatch 2 title, whatever it ends up being. Most people's suspicion is that it would be a um, PvE, like game as a service type thing for mm -hmm. Overwatch, yeah. with Overwatch, the existing one, being a... Um, I mean, for the IP Overwatch being a new title mm -hmm. and Overwatch being the PvP thing, uh, my suspicion is that it would be called um, Overwatch uh, Zarya and Tracer's Excellent Adventure. <laughs> I think that would work. <laughs> All right. Uh, I like where you're going. And, and it, it, there's been so little happening beyond, you know, um, new characters and new maps and stuff like that that we all think something else is coming and something big. Uh, if it's a new Overwatch title, I think the reaction of people would be pretty positive. Yeah, <laughs> pretty yeah, yeah. spectacular even. Yeah, I think it'd be good. I think they, like like you, like we've all sort of said, this is a chance for them to knock everybody's socks off, kind of get everybody back in everyone's good graces. Like, there's a real opportunity here. Uh, I do, as much as everyone's been bemoaning the, mo the mobile stuff, I do kind of hope that, these incubators and those who are working on some of those projects that maybe one of those is ready to talk about. Um, yeah. but, but maybe they don't need it this year, but there's, there's, there's these like three almost guaranteed things that are gigantic. I mean, do you really need anything else? Especially if I, 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 and I think they're going to be very cagey about anything mobile after last year's BlizzCon. Um, yeah, I would be too, right? That, that's interesting because you, you, there's an argument for then definitely talk about it this year when there's other kind of main you know pc exactly to, yeah. to revel in but also i think there's an argument for hold it until you can just say and you can play it now or yeah. you can play it tomorrow yeah that uh, i agree is close i agree and they put themselves in that position like last year they shouldn't have done that because what they should have there should be a space in their presentation to say here's what our mobile teams have done it's okay that's all right but after last year's just that the way everyone walked away from that you can't do that now you gotta you got to either tack it on like Patrick they does, have, like a bonus. They have to, listen, it, the problem well, the, the problem is yes. um, it, it, if they have a healthy uh, ecosystem for Blizzard, then they can announce minor things. The problem with the Diablo Immortal thing last year was that they had not just nothing else to announce that year, but everyone was super hungry for you know, there was no content in their existing games. So if they have um, 
games that are healthy and have been updated recently, I think they could totally announce a couple of mobile games and say, well, maybe they can't say, hey, we know it's not your thing, but we have it anyway. But it's different if you had had stuff, if you have had stuff in the past few years at BlizzCon and if you haven't. StarCraft Tactics, bring me that. I will play it right now. I don't care if it's free to play. Mm. I'm ready. Scott Johnson for president. Dude, how much fun is that? It's all the fun. A Blizzard made StarCraft II Tactics. Turn-based tactics game. Mobile or otherwise. Put it on both. I don't care. I'd play the shit out of that right this second. Anything right. StarCraft. I don't care. Yeah. Me, so but... you mean StarCraft like uh, turn-based strategy? Yeah, game? like a turn-based... Uh, turn-based... Yeah. Exactly that. I think they're going to leave StarCraft in a box for a while. Oh, man. I no. They, well, but it's such well, a ri- it's so ripe for something new. They just... It isn't. It isn't, though. It how, is. How is it ripe for something because new? Because how, how, over, how is Overwatch? Oh. Like you, uh, unless it's like a, a, a major departure, you just slap a two on it and have some new yeah, maps. I'm not like, saying we no, want I, new StarCraft games that are new StarCraft games like RTSs. I'm saying... Like the, the saddest news of the year for me was finding out that that big war like game they were they had set in the StarCraft universe got canceled. I mean that really bummed no. I me just out. think I just think strategy games are not very popular at the moment. Um, well, if you're, I think when we were again we're talking about something smaller scale that could work mm, on a mobile. Platform. Yeah, like uh, you know, Auto Chess maybe. is taking yeah, the maybe. world by the maybe. wiener. Why not this? something? You know, okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, I mentioned it before. Maybe you weren't on the episode, but I feel like I've mentioned some sort of tur- turn-based StarCraft game many times on this show. But like, imagine like an Into the Breach style game that, but you know, set in the StarCraft I think, universe. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Into the Breach was successful as an indie little thing that everyone who knows games loves. But I don't think that's the kind of thing Blizzard as a company is shooting for maybe with the incubator they are i don't know if it's uh, mobile it's and there's a way for them to make a crap ton of transactions microtransactions and maybe but i, I don't i don't mm-hmm. I'm, I'm also maybe. i'm not gonna maybe. i'm not gonna try to convince the world that turn-based tactics games are are the hot genre by any stretch but yeah again Listen, I, if, if it comes out me... and you if it comes out and you love it i'll be super happy for you that i was wrong all right that's fair. That's how I that's how uh, that's how I feel about Overwatch. Actually, I'm sitting here wondering if they can if they can sell <laughs> me again on Overwatch. Is like, can they make another game in a that PvE universe? thing yeah. like Destiny enough. type? I I don't know. I don't know what I want, and I don't mm. want to go down that road. Um, okay. I just if it's Overwatch two and it's just more Overwatch. Oh, it wouldn't that, be that a PvP. Do it for me. I don't think it would be a PvP. You know, uh, team based shooter. I think it has to be. Uh, probably pve i think yeah uh, either a narrative based thing or a game as a service some aspect to it at the very least but if it's destiny like that excites me and also perplexes me because how many how many rad different kinds of rocket or uh grenade launchers is you know junk rat gonna find in the cave of destiny or whatever <laughs> like there's i have a lot of questions about loot and progression and things that I do too as well, but it's a, it's an interesting universe that uh, really fell off for me after the initial launch um, because I just found that I was like, oh, I'm just you know, not that into a PvP shooter yeah. <laughs> that doesn't go beyond that. Yeah. Um, so I don't, and and that isn't to say they need to cater to me, but I'm just. But you also you enjoyed feel- the you know De- Destiny Overwatch's best uh, uh, feature is its characters, and I think you enjoyed. The characters and the yes, very much so. So, or, right? Yeah, anything that actually gives us a story 
um, mm. legitimately and not just little one-liners that everyone loses their mind over in subreddits um, <laughs> uh, would interest me a lot. Uh, I'd be very into that because it's it seemed when they announced it and and you know Metzen was still around. I'm like, oh my god, they're doing the Blizzard Avengers, and then I was yeah. just like, oh, they're not. <laughs> well, it is. Kind oh, of- I, I think another title contender was uh, Overwatch Heroes Assemble. I yeah. think that would be exactly the <laughs> Avengers movie we, yes. or game yeah. we need. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, so, keep, in, um, keep in mind, Overwatch, uh, well, Titan, was that was the vision. They were aiming to make the greatest custom-built, non-licensed superhero game ever made, and it turned into what it ever turned into. So I think that they had those kind of high-minded ideas, but maybe yeah, two, maybe yeah, two, whatever that- two gets us closer to that. Maybe it's a, you know something in the middle and... Yeah. Listen, I know I'm in the minority for for being a lore nerd, but but Blizzard is a, a company who at least their three original tent poles of Warcraft, Starcraft, Diablo. I really cared about the lore, and it and it kept me engaged. Um, but with Overwatch, with the lack thereof, um, it seems to me like like Dota or Apex Legends. I'm like, why are you wasting your time writing lore for these characters? Nobody gives a crap. You have to either <laughs> like, go. You're not you going have to deep go, enough. Yeah, you go for, deep enough or not. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. I think that they want to do that. So hopefully, too, and there is was, reflective of that. They had plans, which they canceled. I think we discussed it at one point, mm. um, which might be might possibly be because they canceled them to put those stories into a game yeah. instead of into a comic. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you, you know, you, Patrick, you and I talked about this on uh, an Overwatch podcast we used to do about how much my heart was <laughs> broken when I heard that the uh, yeah. like ongoing graphic novels, not just the shorts that they post online, uh, was canceled. Yeah, I don't think they were selling very many. Let me say this. If you do enough searching on the internet, you'll find all kinds of Overwatch stories, if you know what Those I mean. Those aren't the ones I want. Those are, there's your lore <laughs> right there, buddy. All right. Uh, well, knowing... No, <laughs> okay, um, before we get to the rest of Blizzard, listening makes us smarter. I think that's true. People listening to us right now hopefully are smarter. We're definitely more connected. A smarter, more connected people. Well, Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and ways of thinking. Audible is a great sidekick for summer activities like hiking, sunbathing, and the beach and poolside, running, road tripping, downtime in the outdoors, and more. Listen anytime, anywhere, and never lose your spot when you're uh, switching devices. That's my favorite thing, syncing across devices rules. We've got this rad offer right now. Wanted to let you guys know about it as our instance audience. Amazon Prime members are getting a cool deal. For a limited time, Amazon Prime members can start an Audible membership and save $30 total for their first three months. That's like getting three months for the price of one. So it's $4.95 a month for the first three months. And after that, it's only $14.95 per month. Offer is valid from uh, the first of this month through the 31st. So by uh, July 31st, you're going to want to have that done. There's no better place to listen. Audible members choose three titles every month, one audiobook plus two Audible Originals that you can't hear anywhere else. On top of audiobooks and Audible Originals, members get access to audio-guided fitness and meditation programs. That seems rad. Just go to audible.com slash wow, audible.com, A-U-D-I-B-L-E.com slash wow, or text wow to 500-500 and browse their unmatched selection of audio content. I love them. Uh, I've read multiple of the WoW books, the Christy Golden books. That's how I got them was on Audible, which is fantastic. I think they're the best versions to get. Here it is again. 
audible.com slash wow or text uh, the show code wow, which is W-O-W, to 500-500 on your phone. All right, let's look at what else is happening around Blizzard. It turns out a bit. Uh, Sigma is the latest character in Overwatch, the aforementioned name, or game rather. He seems really cool. Um, I have not played him on the PTR. My son has. He's raving about him, and he doesn't even like tanks. Uh, he has no shoes on. Everyone went crazy about that. Blizzard answer, or their answer was, well, this this keeps up the kind of, uh, he's an escaped psycho sort of motif they're aiming for with him. Um, anyway, apparently brings much needed meta uh, issues to the game uh, as it's currently constituted, and I'm actually really excited about him. Patrick is our, is our resident Overwatch, always been in love. Do you, uh, what do you, do you like Sigma? Uh, yeah, I think it's a nice addition to the game. Um, I think there's another more important bit of news, which is they're implementing um, 222 Q. Mm. So you're going to have to have two DPS, two healers, and two, um, and two tanks. That's, oh, wait, that's outside of arcade, that'll be the new, that's the standard then. Yep. Oh, yep, wow. Yep, yep. I didn't know that. Interesting. That's one way to so that's that's pretty conf. big. Yeah. Well, they're pushing that through to the esport as well, is my understanding. Yeah. My, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's basically arcade is going to be the only way. Like, there's going to be one small classic mode where you can't play um, two two two. Now it's going to be the standard for everyone. I don't mind that, um, um, but it does feel like yeah. an answer. If if uh, this is the problem I have with HGC, it, HGC pulled heroes around by the neck and told it what to do. Um, from a design standpoint, and I feel like that's true of almost all esports. I, I I imagine this is a case where Overwatch is sort of yeah. being told what to it do was, by I the mean, pro scene. But. It, it's not ideal. The thing is, you you can find issues with that uh, with that decision. The thing is, it was getting problematic to not have these kinds of rules. So every game is different, and you know it wasn't the worst thing in the world. It's just it's not the best. Uh, experience either with without those things so yeah yeah that being said all of these things i still enjoy overwatch i played it for an hour earlier i really there are you know but even those things sigma yeah kind of okay fine two 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 cool okay we'll see how it works out it's kind of not cosmetic but kind of cosmetic little changes yeah which i'm it's not doing what i think I need to get back into the, oh my God, I love Overwatch. It's the best thing in the world um, mindset, which I was when we were doing the aforementioned, you know, for three years. And this is still not that. Yeah. So I felt I, I wanted to acknowledge that. Which aspect. is why it's not shocking that perhaps a two uh, is on its way to revitalize whatever the scene is supposed to be. So we'll see right. how that goes. I mean, two, we keep saying two. It's probably going to be called, you know, yeah. Overwatch. Avengers, no, uh, Heroes uh, Assemble. Heroes Assemble. Uh, yeah, that was your name. How about Overwatch? Who watches the Overwatchers? No? Not good? <laughs> no? Okay. No. no. All right. I'm not married to it. They can do something else. It's totally fine. Hey, uh, Hearthstone, uh, Garrett, uh, as the angry chicken host, you probably know what the hell's going on with that game. What's happening in there? As someone who just got back from a vacation when over 30 cards were revealed, I'm I'm actually not the best person to talk to right now. <laughs> oh, you're a little behind, are you? Okay. <laughs> I'm a little behind, yeah. I've been playing catch-up. I've been working on the, the angry chicken notes a little bit uh, for uh, tomorrow's, tomorrow's show at the time of recording this. 
and uh, oh, there's just some insane cards. <laughs> there's yeah. just some nutsoid things, uh, which is pretty on point with the history of the game uh, as we know it now. Um, the middle expansions tends to bring a lot of power every year, and that certainly appears to be the case uh, with a lot of the cards that were released in the last or uh, revealed in the last two weeks. I like the sound of it. Mayhaps I will play more. Probably not, though. Yeah, I hope you like mummies. If you like mummies, this is your expansion. Ooh, sweet. Mummies are cool. Oh, because, the, yeah, they got the whole, uh, uh, the what's-their-names are back. They're doing Tomb Raiding again. <laughs> the Explorers. There yes, you go. yes, you're. <laughs> <laughs> Tomb Raider 4. Uh, we're, we're here. Yes, yeah. And if you like Murloc mummies, it has that for Who you doesn't well. like Murloc mummies? I dare them to say they don't. Uh, Heroes of the Storm got a big deal happened today, in fact. Um, up till today, it was just a bit of a mystery. They've been teasing a new character, uh, or at least we assumed it was a new character online. A couple of screen grabs from what turned out to be their um, hero spotlight. It is another original Nexus character named Quira, or Kira. Q-H-I-R-A. Uh, they say it in the video, so it's probably easier to find I'm going to go with Kira. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this was released while I was on lunch, and when I came back from lunch, we started this recording. So yeah. I haven't actually seen this yet. You should watch the video. It's very good. Um, she looks rad. She's got this sword that reminds me of... It's in segments. So it's it's a sword when you're holding it, but if she whips it out, it becomes kind of a whip. It's, it's like something God of War would use. Um, just in like these big gold segments to the sword. Oh, yeah, it's like a blade on a chain. Which yeah, it it's very cool. Really cool. She's supposed to be some sort of hunter. I'm getting a very Black Panther kind of vibe, uh, kind of Wakanda warrior kind of vibe out of it, which I think well, is the, very the cool. The teaser image looked predator as hell. Oh, she it's was, super like, predator, this yeah. wall of skulls of, of enemies she vanquished in the Nexus. The ultralisks and stuff on the thing. It's pretty cool. That anyway, is a Hydralisk, sir. Oh, hydra, I meant Hydralisk. I keep saying <laughs> Ultralisk. Ultralisks don't fit in your living room. Anyway, a sworn, it says she's a sworn knight and holder of a singularity shard. Quira's only desire is to seek out others who may have escaped the destruction of her doomed home realm, Eresia, which apparently was, the, according to the video, the envy of all other realms. But it is a uh, another homegrown character. We haven't had one of those since last BlizzCon with, uh, what's her big ba- ba- Orphea. Orphea. The only, only Nexus-born hero that we've had up until this point. Yeah, and I was concerned she might How- be the only, but... This one looks good. She looks awesome. Yes, Garrett, or, uh, Patrick. How do you guys feel about uh, Heroes now that it's been, what, six months since the big uh, slowdown? Uh, Is it better than I have in the game's history? It's weird. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know what's going on, but I've been playing every day. Uh, they made a change to it where they added 10% uh, 10% speed to most everybody's movement speed. Cost, everybody's. Everybody. Not most. Well, I shouldn't everyone. say most yeah. because... Yeah. I, what I'm what I'm what I'm sort of indicating there is that it kind of it screwed up some ultimates. It did some other things, but for the most part, that really felt good to me. Uh, I know I'm not, you know, not everyone's 100 percent in on that, but I really like that. I think it just made the game feel better in a way that was kind of palpable for me. And so I've been playing a ton and having more fun and shorter queues and better games and more incredible endings than I've ever had in that game. So I'm actually starting to buy into this idea that the developers now unsheathed from the pressures of esports are making a better game, and the game is playing you better for its players. I really, I really e-sport feel aspect? like I absolutely do. I absolutely do. Mm-hmm. Now the fact the fact that there, are, I mean, at the queue times literally like ten seconds on average. Like it's just there are, there are people playing it all the time, and 
and I and as much as that you know brought me low when they chucked HTC and they announced that they were stripping things down a little bit and you know people are moving on to other pr- projects or whatever. I mean, I was obviously horribly concerned about all of that, but I've never had so much fun in that game. So I don't know what's happening right now, but it's drawing me in in a serious way. I also say this: I think Anduin's a pud. Like in in the in World of Warcraft, he's just a weenie, and I've never been an Anduin fan at all. But man, Anduin is the bomb in Heroes of the Storm. I love playing him, and I lo- I'm saving teams' asses and getting MVP in like multiple games in a row. It's amazing. He is so good. Man, you're making me want to play it. Uh, you should play it. play it. You should. You should play it's it. It's great. I agree with everything that Scott just said. Yeah. I mean, okay. it's just great right now. It's just so great right now. And I don't know, again, it's not the, just the speed thing. It's something else. The but something. team yeah. that is left, because they did basically have the size of the team and send half of the team to work on other projects but the team that has remained on um just they 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 just love the game they just seem to i don't know they, they seem to just legitimately want to do what's best for it the communication out of them uh through amas and and comments within the the subreddit have been coming on the regular and i really like kind of the openness like they've straight up admitted when there's like yeah this is something we'd like to do we just don't really have the time for it sadly yeah no they're and talking way more than they did when they were double the team like they're way more open and more communicative than they used to be yeah it's um it's it's really good and i uh, i'm surprised to see another nexus born hero coming out um the, yeah. the updates have been coming fast and furious we're also getting a huge like rank like overhaul with the way the mmr works and everything with the that will be coming alongside uh what the hell is it kira <laughs> Yeah, Kira, Kira, whatever it is. Kira, I'm going to say Kira because that's a When you Star hear the Wars thing, you'll hear it and go, oh, okay, and then you'll never forget. And I, I'll just be the one that forgets. Yeah. So don't yep. worry. I will, uh, I will brush up on... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I will actually watch the video for Into the Nexus this week. I promise everybody. Yeah. I think a big part um, of this too lately has been, you know, I don't know if you knew about this, Patrick, but they moved everybody out of the roles they used to have. So they used to have this kind of laner role that they called... Um, oh, what was it called? Oh, Specialist. Specialist. Then, Specialist, then they had yeah. support, which was healers and other types of support. Then you had warrior, and then you had assassin. That's all different now. It's ranged assassin. It's melee assassin. It's bruiser. It's warrior. It's uh, there are no specialists anymore. And most of the specialists, not all, but most of those were moved into either assassin roles or bruiser roles. And they fit. yeah. And that's I mean I do think that those new tags are helpful from a learning standpoint. You know, if you're getting in and you're newer to the game or you haven't been back for a while and knowing what the heroes should do, but what has been more impactful is that they are continuing to do pretty major reworks uh, to existing heroes. Right. Uh, so that they fit those roles better in a lot of cases. Yeah, like right before the new role assignment went live, we got that huge Sylvanas rework, and this was a while ago now. But yeah. it, it really pushed her into a ranged assassin role more than she ever was before. And she could pull it off before just fine. Uh, but now she really, truly is a ranged assassin. And, and it, it feels right. It, it, it completely works for the for the character. And uh, it's something I've really enjoyed. got really weird for me because part of this came... And, you know, part of the reason I think I might be so back in is I went down the, the auto chess road a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I thought... I should probably know more about these characters. I'm going to play Dota 2 for a couple of matches and just, you know, I played it before, but I never really paid attention. So let's just go see. And I really just, I really did not enjoy it. And I thought, I don't like this. This is not great. Well, let's try Teamfight Tactics. Okay, same thing. I'm playing that going, well, I should know more about these, uh, these League of Legends heroes. They're even more lore heavy than the ones in Dota. Dota 2s are just like, this guy's an axe, so we're calling him axe. And 
over <laughs> at least in at least in the they made some attempt over in league to kind of make everything their own. So I went over there and played uh, a couple of league games and actually preferred it to Dota, but at the end I went, I don't like this at all. Like this this these are the reasons I like heroes cuz I don't like these. These are not fun to play for me. I, they're too long. Uh, there's ridiculous old school ideas that they just refuse to drop uh, that that's, I think Smartly Heroes does. And I mean, in, in, in the defense of League and Dota, I, I think it makes for a very interesting esport, but it's not the game I want to play. Right, it's not the one I want to play. Exactly. That's exactly my, where my head's at. So I left those games and went back to Heroes and went, oh, right, this is rad. <laughs> like, this is, a, this is what I want. I don't need to go wandering around looking for something else just because I'm butthurt over an eSport going away. This is where I want to play. This is where I want to spend time, that I want to be with friends. This is where I want to have team team games of, of... This is where I want to be. And it's since then, I just haven't been able to stop. It's been great. Anyway, Patrick, if we haven't convinced you now, I don't know what will. I'm, you know, Heroes is a game that I've always wanted to play and have never had time, kind of. Mm-hmm. to dedicate myself to i i did play anyway yes i i want to play it's one of the games i want to play more of and uh maybe i will I'm trying to find you said once uh i have a clip of you saying something about lily where is it oh really yeah i think you said i really really like lily remember that i remember oh that one. yes of course yes no i played i played seriously for a few months um i think it was when overwatch was uh was not like the beta was on break or something and i made that my game yeah. for a few months yeah and that was great i played quite a bit i think but, you'd even uh, like it more now there's something feels i don't know man something feels it's just good. there are so many games i want to play you know it's this luxury oh, thing where i'm with you i want to play and and i'm back into destiny and i've been playing destiny for two weeks nonstop. <laughs> I've um, had the itch and I don't have the time. Yeah, same problem, uh, right? Just so uh, good, man. Patrick. Problem. I feel like in a in a in a in a, uh, a pocket universe, you and I have a very successful Destiny podcast. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, in my pocket universe, Patrick is playing Lily and healing me just fine. It's a nice job. The, the, like, do, do you guys have the game that you feel got away? Because as far as podcasts are concerned, because for me, I feel it's Destiny. Oh, I oh yeah, me too. That game. Me yeah, too. I think. I th- I don't know, actually. That's a really good point. Uh, question. I had so many weird experiences where I tried to dabble in a different... Like, you know, when I tried to do the old Republic game, I was really sure that that thing was going to be... Oh, it'll be just like, wow, and, and Blizzard, and they'll have all this information, and there'll always be new stuff to talk about. And it was just such a dud from a podcasting standpoint. Just If really we had gone... If we had tried that, I think, like, after it went half free to play and they started rolling out expansions i think it actually would have been kind of rad yeah and easier to do a weekly it may have about. worked yeah it may have worked yeah i just but think, like at launch it was rough it's just because blizzard does, the difference is blizzard puts out a game when it's truly done most of the time and and that other thing was not <laughs> well not even i mean there are plenty of people who play it and love it still um you could if it was your jab yeah it turns it's out not my jam at the isn't. moment um, Bat- Patrick, here's the link. Yeah. Here's the file I will play instead. Bastion has a cock. All right, there you go. That's, all. <laughs> that's, oldie, that's, that's fair. Oldie, I would argue Bastion goodie. becomes one. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Now, don't forget, Quira, she's out there. Check her out. Well, she's not out, but she'll be on the PTR soon. And she's fun. 
Or she looks fun. I have no idea I haven't played her, but she looks rad. PTR should be tomorrow. PTR is tomorrow. And then probably a week. Last time it was a week with, uh, who was it? Imperious. Are they Anduin. making those uh, those oh, Anduin, right, right, videos right. explaining what the, like the, the explainer videos? This one is a spotlight video with her narrating it, but not getting into all the detail the, the that what's his name does. And, okay. He may still, because they up till now they have, like Anduin's did, so uh, did Imperius's. Cloakin, who did the VO, no longer works for Blizzard. I thought he was just in a different department and kept coming back to do him, no? No, he left. Ryan, uh, not Ryan. What was his name? Kevin. Kevin Johnson. Like the basketball yeah. Oh, player. yeah, he left. Yeah, if he left, then I guess he won't be doing him. Yeah, he's gone because uh, Anduin was released after Kevin left, but he had already done the VO for Anduin's video. Yeah. So this one, this one may be all they do. I don't know, but it's pretty self-explanatory. It may not be to a new player, but to me, I was like, oh, that's that's her, that's her two ultimates. Sweet. Okay. I see how that would work in a fight. Like, it's pretty easy to tell what she'll do. You should check it Why out, though. Why is my Heroes of the Storm not updated? Because you are a dirty, dirty Frenchman with Because you have ideas. to have it installed for it to update, Patrick. No, it is installed. Oh. I guess they, they stop... They stop updating it if you haven't <laughs> launched it for like a year. Conspiracy. Also, we're all on the subject of heroes. I really want to promote Lash's uh, Twitch stream because she's been streaming the crap out of heroes. And y'all should go support it. So go check out twitch.tv slash it's Lashes. Yeah, she's great. She's uh, why she's not. Do you remember when they threw they had a job posting up for on the heroes team for some community thing? And I'm like, okay. Just bring lashes back. She was the best thing in the company. What are you doing? Oh, the one I saw getting thrown around was a heroes or a Hearthstone one. Oh, was it a heart? Maybe that was it. That guy, yeah, that guy, quite I a bit of flack because it was, one, yeah. it was, uh, yeah, it seemed like it was at least three rolls rolled in the one. Oh, right. And there were people. Somebody said, "I've had all. I've had two of those three rolls. Don't take this job. <laughs> like it's just going to be too hard to do all three of those things, and you're not going to get paid enough." But I don't know how it worked out. Anyway. Doesn't matter. I have a quick email and I have to play this by law. Hear ye, hear ye. Why, it's the town crier. <laughs> All right, the town crier says it's time for emails. These are emails came to us at the instance at gmail.com. This comes from Fred. He says, Hey, instance crew. By the way, do you guys know anyone named Fred? Like a personal acquaintance that you hang out with named Fred? Uh, not not someone I hang out with on the regular, but yes, I know someone named Fred. I don't know anyone named so Fred in person in my personal life. No, no one. Listen, if you are hearing this and you're going to BlizzCon uh, and your name is Fred, please find, come find introduce me. yourself to Scott so that he can have someone uh, he knows named Fred. They put me on I would stage like to get one better. If yeah. you're listening to this and your name is not Fred, I would just like you to wave to Scott and say, Fred. <laughs> oh, great. Now you've opened the floodgates. I can't count just, on any truth anymore. Don't stop and actually engage. Just be like, Fred. Hey, Scott. Fred. <laughs> Fred. <laughs> I like your idea a lot. All right. Fred says, in a month, Classic is released, and we have yet to see a single Blizzard uh, advertisement or real advertisement for Classic outside their launcher in the Blizzard webpage. We know Blizzard won't consider Classic a big release, but still, the more exposure is better for sure if they want Classic to be a success. Why do you think they haven't been saying anything? Best regards, Fred. I think they know who their audience is, and their audience is not in movie theaters or um, at home uh, watching MTV. I think they know that we're playing WoW or pining for something like Classic, and there's no real reason for them to reach outside of that 
I opinion. think it's more technical than that. I uh, I think there's nothing to pre-order. <laughs> so yeah. why advertise right now? Uh, if I, I bet you every damn website you go to on the regular is going to be rolling classic ads like crazy oh, yeah. once it's live. Guaranteed, yeah. And, and plus, the, there's still nothing to pre-order, though. It's oh yeah, you mean it's going to be once it's once vape. it is live, and right. all you have to do is resub to play. Uh, I think there's going to be ads all over the place. That's a really good point. Yeah, good if point. this was a thing to buy, I, they may have been advertising it by now because you could pre-order. But that's not how this works. I think you're totally right. Yeah, I think that's. It's it. also I I don't think anyone who w might want to play classic doesn't know that it's coming right uh, i think everyone right, who right yeah that's like kind of what i was saying before i i think it's a combination of those people are already going to be there they're gearing up with these beta tests and stuff and stress tests for that expectation for whatever their whatever their numbers are yeah, i mean, I, I mean the, the streams were huge for the beta yeah they were big uh, it, it was it was all the talk and there was articles all over the place about classic wow and, and i think it's going to happen all over again yeah and probably stick around a little bit longer when we actually get to the release it is a little bit like i mean i can't speak for their marketing department but it's like saying well why doesn't blizzard show up at e3 every year well because they don't need to <laughs> and it's kind of like this they probably just don't need to advertise this now and they will when it hits because web advertising is a lot cheaper but also they just know their audience they know where they're at uh, i think i think everyone who who cares will know and if you don't care, why would you? <laughs> I'm expecting like an email too, because we we get those a lot. I, I still have an old like extra WoW account that I get emails for when they do the come back for free this weekend. Like I get those blasts all the time. Yep. I'm sure that's going to happen for Classic. Guaranteed. They keep you forever. That's the way it works. If you'd like to send us an email like Fred did, which is apparently a real name of a guy I've never met, you can send us an email, uh, the instance at gmail.com, or you can find us on Twitter, Scott Johnson. Uh, uh, you got not Patrick over there. You got Garrett Art, uh, all of us, and the show, of course, Instant Show. It's a great way to ask us questions if you would like to do that as well. Before we go today, probably should let everybody have a chance to say any other cool stuff they got going on. Garrett, anything happening in your world? Uh, literally everything. I am back from vacation, and I have all of the podcasts to do this week. And I have a huge Angry Chicken tomorrow. Uh, Jocelyn and I will be joined by Jonathan Vigil, lead singer for the band The Ghost Inside and also a streamer for Fade to Karma. I'm really excited to have him on. He's uh, been listening to the show for quite a while. That's cool, and, uh, man. What a he's cool gonna help us. He's going to help us barrel through a lot of cards that have been revealed in the last seven days. Uh, other than that, expect a, a whole lot of talk about Kira and uh, the upcoming patch for Heroes of the Storm on Into the Nexus this Thursday. So go check that out. Nice. Amove.tv, everybody. Patrick, mm -hmm. anything going on over there? Frenchspin.tv? Uh, no, I'm on it is. vacation. Oh, uh, it's right. Frenchspin.com, but no, <laughs> not really. Just uh, check out uh, Garrett's shows. They're yeah, awesome. do that. Listen to them. Hold on, Patrick, <laughs> when do you get done with your nine months? When's the nine months up? How long until you're home? A couple of weeks. Okay. Man, I want to be you. I want to be you so bad right now. I hate this feeling of wanting to be you. It's a weird feeling. I don't like it. I'm not comfortable with it. All right. I, I feel things when I think about paid time off. Oh, man. Well, I mean, you realize I am my own. Uh, I'm self-employed, so it's not like I'm getting paid time <laughs> off here. I prepared chills, and I'm getting people to replace me, so I'm not living off the, you know, 
uh, the fat of the land of the government of the socialist <laughs> government. I'm one of the only French people in existence that in existence that isn't doing that. Macron's so. teat. I like it. Yeah. Uh, well, all right. Best of luck in all the fun, relaxing you're doing. Uh, for everybody else, thanks for watching us today. And thanks for enjoying. I guess you didn't watch us because we didn't record this live. But thanks for listening to the show. If you have any thoughts or feelings about the show, you can certainly email us. As I mentioned before, the website is theinstance.net. And don't forget, you can support us over at theinstance.net. Just click on the little support link. There's all kinds of cool stuff you get during the month. And it is a new month coming up in a couple of days. So perfect time for you all to get on that and get with us. Uh, we'd appreciate it. That's the instance.net. That's going to do it for us. For me, Patrick or Garrett. See you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.